Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Medi, Nick, Artyom, Paul and Daniel for their exceptional support. Drop it. F-U. F-U. Hello footies, welcome along to your latest dose of FIFA Ultimate Team Podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. It is Monday, April the 17th, 2023. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby, and I am joined by the scout, Nathan Downs. Nathan, hello. Hello, Dan. It's so good to be back on with you. I feel like I've now got like my PlayStation controller in my hands now that you've returned from your gallivants overseas. You're sounding wonderful. Your new headset, I didn't think you could get you could sound it any better than you did. New headsets are working a treat as well. So good to be back on with you. Yep, your fiver is in the post. We have got lots to get into today. Trophy Titans Team 2. We have got one of the most interesting looking hero SBCs we've seen for a very long time. An old FIFA favourite has made a comeback as well. And one for John out there where Juventus player gets a flashback SBC. Lots of gamble packs and we can talk about a player that you can spend 45 games trying to grind that plus our latest thoughts on the gameplay because things seem to be a little bit divisive since the latest patch and much, much more. So, Nate, let's get into it. As I said, I am back. They, uh, John forgot to change the locks, forgot to change all the passwords, so I have been unleashed upon the FIFA world. Uh, I was in the USA for two weeks. I was still following along with all the content. It was very nice, actually, getting content drops at 1 p.m. Um, I can certainly see the appeal of that as opposed to 6 because as opposed to putting the kids to bed and, you know, trying to keep one eye on what's going on. I was actually able to, you know, I was sipping, sipping a cold drink in Disneyland and uh, Disney World, sorry. And, you know, checking out who'd been released um, and making a couple of good pack pulls as well on, on cues for rides, which we'll get onto later. But yeah, we've not had a show uh, for a week again, scheduling conflicts. I was hoping I might've been able to host a show on Friday, but how jet lagged I was, that was never going to happen. So we are back on Monday. Apologies for those of you who were expecting a show on Friday. Hopefully this makes up for it. But Nath, team two has been out now since Friday. We're here on Monday. Who are your standout players? I mean, I think there's a one very obvious king of the crop here. Yeah, I mean, a new uh, 97 R9 just looks like... It's actually just disgusting how good he looks. Um, face stats, you're a bit like, mm, doesn't look an awful lot more than his, his 96, but he's had a tweak to his work rates. I think his, his 96 was a medium-medium. He's now high-medium, high which is wonderful. His aggression's kind of gone up. His strength's gone up. Like His shooting's obviously always going to be cracked. A decent acceler, well, good acceleration, ninety-seven. But from reviews that I've heard, he feels a lot faster than a ninety-six. So he's uh, he's currently extinct. I, as I know, because I have been trying to get him for the last four days now. Um, I, I want to get him to replace my ninety-six. I think he, he and his uh, his wee sort of picture on his card just looks like ridiculously good. So he is absolutely head and shoulders above pretty much any player we've had out. But 
he does have that hefty 15 million coin uh, tag if you get him. Footbin actually says he's a 19 million, <laughs> but he is he is only like I think it only goes up to 15 on on the actual game. So it's a lot of coins. Um, I have 18 million re- ready to go trying to get him. Plus I've got the tradable 96. So by the time I get him, I should still have you know maybe nine million or so left. So I'm in a good place, but I'm just wanting somebody to please drop him into my team. I, the noise you can hear, Nathan, I don't know if you can hear, is an angry mob storming <laughs> your way for, for you having the, the, you know, the, the audacity to complain about not being able to snipe a 15 million pound player. Um, but in all seriousness, yeah, let me look. It's an absolutely fantastic card. It's probably his best ever card we've seen in FIFA. So I very much look forward to completing this SBC in August. Um, when we've got the 85 by 10 out and you know every icon is accessible and you end up using them for about three games but yeah ggs to you if you do pick him up um I, I, there are lots of really nice players in this team release and i think that the, the nice thing that we're seeing is you know, we've kind of gone full circle in the last sort of four months we had that long period where every good meta player would cost you an absolute fortune. But now I'm looking at some of these cards and the price of them is just so nice and affordable. I mean, I look at someone like a Diego Forlan who's had a you know a hero titan out. That's under 400k already. Yes, it's four-star, four-star, but he's a fantastic player. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's got a five-star skill move, four-star weak foot card out for 35k. And it's just some of these prices are just so bargain basement. I mean, Marco Van Basten, a 95 rated icon five star weak foot for 143 thousand coins i think this is a fantastic opportunity for lots of people to mix up their teams now uh, without having that kind of detriment of okay well my team's gonna be a lot less meta because yeah a lot of these cards that are you know all of the ones i've just mentioned yeah they do have slight flaws but every single one of them is going to be more than usable and i don't mean that in a token yeah you could get away with using them I mean, uh, you could play this, these cards in your first team and do very well with them. Yeah, absolutely. And there are some really tasty ones. I mean, even even look at the Paddy Vieira that's out. I mean, Vieira is like as meta as a defensive midfielder kind of gets in FIFA. Um, he's a 93 rated. He's 3.2 mil, which sounds a lot. But when you go back to FIFAs of, you know, the last few FIFAs at this time of the year, Fiera was still costing you like an arm, a leg, a kidney, and a mortgage. Like <laughs> it's it's crazy. I mean, I've I've never come up against him actually, but his stats are all all good. I'm just hoping he'd be a little bit quicker on this sort of transition because I found him quite slow when you kind of gave him the ball and for him to kind of pass it on again. But I mean that that King Kenny Delgleish. I say King Kenny because of the Scottish side of me rather than the Liverpool fan because I do not like the Liverpool links. But 1.4 mil for I think is he five star five star yeah five star five star. Like he's got ninety-two pace, ninety-four finishing, ninety-two dribbling. Like can't go wrong. If you get that card, you cannot go wrong with him. Um, and I think that's really, really cheap. You'd be getting that kind of at the start of the cycle, sort of in the last one. Let alone having a five-star, five-star. Yeah, even uh, and I love this co- this this term that was coined. I'm going to give Nick credit for it. No, Nick Rutherford Market, the little bro, the little bro version of Kenny Dalgleish, the NA, the 89 rated one, five-star week foot, four-star skill moves for 34K. It's just a fantastic time in the cycle to be picking up the game or creating a new account. So, you know, GG's to EA on that front. But yeah, I mean, the, 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 the big bro version of Kenny looks fantastic again at an affordable price. And just about any one of these, these top tier um, icons that they've released this week 
is is very good and very usable again a lot of them do have flaws but you know you can you know you can often live with that the only time it ever costs you nath is if you go into something like a you know the trophy titans cup at the moment where people can use five lone players and everybody is using team of the year and bappe foot fantasy Ginola. Um, and that's when these players start to maybe look a little bit sketchy but in division rivals absolutely fantastic opportunity so i'm a big fan of this promo so far albeit i've not actually packed anything decent i got the little bro Lam. i did get casillas but i've been very lucky with my goalkeepers this year in having team of the year icon van der Sar and team of the year uh, courtois so unfortunately he's a distant third choice on that so other than that i've not had a lot of luck have you had any notable pulls from this new 11 well more um, than 11 not really. I did have a tradable Michael Owen when he came out, um, which I think his price has dropped now. But yeah, he's um, what's he setting at now? He's he's quite three hundred ten k for the big bro. Yeah. So when he came out, it was like four fifty. So I sold him straight away. He's medium, medium as well. So he wouldn't really, wouldn't really fit. So I've had um, I had the ninety rated Shavi uh, um, who went into one of the SBCs. We'll talk about in a bit. Um, pulled Jersey Dudek, who I've not used, but I'm guessing like his hero was actually really good. Yeah, I mean, John was, was and, and I agreed after using him, he was one of the best goalkeepers in the early part of this game cycle. Absolutely. So hopefully he'll be decent at the moment. I've got Ederson, but uh, Dudek may get a run out. Um, so I've pulled a few, um, Baby Lamb as well, who is waiting for SBC Heaven as well, because I had his 93. <laughs> I, I bought his 93 and his 93 was fine. But that was nothing special. So the 92 is probably going to be a step down for that. So, Right. Well, let's talk about one of the players that you can get via SBC that was released in the past few days. We have seen Marquisio released. Now, this is a card that was one of the most sought after heroes and World Cup heroes. He's now been given an SBC version. It's going to cost you a pretty penny. It's 1.2 million coins at the moment, Nath. But when you consider that his World Cup card hasn't really dipped below 800,000 coins, and in fact, before this, you know, before this card was leaked and rumored to be out, he was still above a million. I mean, it's another, you know, we talked so often about giving players the opportunity to improve if you already have that kind of 8.5 out of 10 team. Does Marquisio fit that bracket? So... I'm going to say yes. I've done him. Um, that's where a couple of those icons went in the, into. Um, I was a bit reluctant. It was John who is very, very biased for Juventus. He taught me into it. I had I was, <laughs> I had the team leader Bellingham um, in that sort of role, my box-to-box centre midfielder. I will say he's obviously not as good as Bellingham, don't get me wrong, but I had fodder. Um, Bellingham was still sitting at about 2.5 million, so I thought I'm just going to go and do this. So put the fodder into it and he's actually very very good he's he's not elite tier you'll not see him in like the pro teams um but he is the like the, the tier below you'd say top tier instead of elite tier sort of thing like very very good good box to box he can do a bit of everything um the driven shots with him are just the all the power shots are absolutely ridiculous with him too he's uh he's a bit more of a sort of an attacking canty his defensive isn't as good but he's got that little zip around the pitch um so I, I would recommend if you can do it, obviously bring the price down with fodder. I wouldn't spend 1.2 million coins on him. But if you have the fodder and you can fit him in, I think he's a really, really good card. Yeah, I was going to ask you, who who would you kind of compare him to, to sort of cards that people would have used? I mean, is he, is he more mobile than, say, a Pogba? Yeah, he is. I mean, he does lack Pogba's long legs and five-star skill moves, but I think he just feels a bit 
better all all around. Um, obviously, the high high work rates as well. I'm a big fan of that as a box to box. Um, so he's to be honest, he is a mashup. I mean, he feels like Bellingham on the ball without the you know the the hullet build type. You know this the the long build. Um, he's he nips around the pitch a bit like Kante. He's very sort of zippy. So he does seem like a bit of a mashup of a few different players and play styles. But if you are looking for a box to box, like I say, um, that can do you know it's a jack of all trades. Maybe not quite a master of any, but he's a jack of all trades. He's very very good to have. Yeah, and would obviously help you with chemistry requirements if you have any Serie A players. I mean, I do compare him to Nico Barella's card, his road to the final card, which of course can still get upgraded. It's 91 rated at the moment. Inter obviously in a good position to be able to go through as well. High, high as well. He is a bit shorter at 5 for 8, Barella, and he's only 3 3 as opposed to 4 4 for Marquisio. So perhaps if you're looking for a more budget option, I might go the Barella route. I don't think I'm going to complete this Marquisio card. I think, unfortunately, he is coming out in that space between just before team of the season where I'm fairly confident that there are going to be better cards out there. But I also think a big part of my decision-making comes from the fact that I don't really go Serie A. That might change, though, because we have had another SBC out just last night, Nath, another one uh, for John, head of foot coaching, that I'm sure he would race to have completed already. Bonucci has been given a flashback. You know, I don't even know what they're titling these cards anymore. If it's a flashback <laughs> Titan or it's a flashback moment Titan moment unit flash <laughs> icon. Whatever it is, he's got a nice jazzy purple card out. Uh, at 90 rated, he's been the pace has been boosted. He's all the way up to an 84 on the pace category. 92 defending, 87 physical. Good passing as well at 77 and 79 dribbling as well. And even the shooting is not too shabby at 66 as well. Four-star weak foot, two-star skill moves. Bonucci always, you know, for a generation, he's been one of the best defenders. He did have a couple of really... Was it last year he had a really juiced-up card that was uh, really good towards the end of the game? He did, and even this year. Uh, oh, no, I'm thinking of Chiellini, aren't I? I was going to say it's, it's Cam card, but that's Chiellini in the wrong league. Um, but Venucci's always quite good in FIFA. Um, I don't know whether you've had time to come up against him, Dan, but no, he's. I played him in two teams this morning, and he is actually a budget Virgil van Dijk team of the year. Like He has just that presence where you just can't get past him. Um, I don't know whether it's just the, you know, the newness factor, but... He, he was excellent. I found him really, really difficult with my forward line to sort of, to pass him. So uh, he's coming in at what, 145? Yeah, 147k on console and 140 on, on PC. So he, I, from what I've seen against him, he, he's well worth completing if you can if you can link him in. Yeah, it was FIFA 21 where he had the really juiced up card. He had the, the multicolored festival of football, uh, Summer Stars oh, even. Green, is that the green one? Yeah, the 96 rated with 88 yeah. pace. I had that card in my end game team and he was an absolute unit. I mean, look, this card does look appealing, especially when you do say, you know, Marquisio is out. That is, you know, that would basically effectively get him on full chem or near enough. It's an interesting duo. And we have seen Serie A have a lot of decent cards out through SBCs over the year. Of course, you know, we're around the corner from team of the season as well. I imagine a certain uh, Osman will get a very juiced card that will be highly sought after. So this might be one, even if you're not Serie A at the moment, with the amount of fodder available, you should probably do this card. I mean, when you compare it to the latest gamble pack that's come out, the 87 plus uh, foot fantasy or World Cup icon, chances are Bonucci is going to be better than what you pull. So yeah. as if much you- as I love a gamble, 
and have done that, <laughs> I really probably should have put that fodder into Baducci. If you look at, you know, quite a lot of people are still rocking the, the Sergio Ramos card. Was that a flashback for Ramos? Yeah, during, uh, during Team of the Year. Yeah. Um, and this, you know, on the stat-wise, it's actually quite similar. But I just think that he's, you know, he's got the medium-high work, or high, uh, yeah, the medium-high work rates instead of the high-medium. So I think that will work in his favour. I just think that this this could be a card that even lasts you through tots, to be honest. The pace, you know, eighty-two, eighty-five split. It's not phenomenal, but with his his physicality, with his def- his defending stats are all ridiculously good. Um, and even as he's got really high passing for a defender, he's got like it says seventy-seven face stats, but eighty-nine short and eighty-seven long passing. I mean that that's almost perfect for a centre back to start playing out from the back. Yeah, absolutely. I know I just literally said with Marquise, well, he kind of falls into that period just before team of the year where I don't necessarily want to commit to it. I think we do have to recognize now that the days of team of the season being this be all and end all and having all of your cards replaced era. Nate, that's to me, that's over because you look at this promo and even the last promo um, with the foot fantasy cards, a lot of those cards are going to be as good and in some cases better than what we see in team of the season. Yes, you will have the super juice top cards. I mentioned that you'll have an Osman from Serie A. Yep, we're inevitably going to get a Mbappe from uh, from League Un, and I'm sure we'll have some juiced up cards from the Prem as well. You likes of De Bruyne, um, Haaland, etc. However, in terms of defenders and stuff, we tend to get year on year. They're off. It often flatters to deceive, doesn't it? And actually, these cards that come out just before are going to be comparable. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's something to to look into, and don't just take the face stats as you know that's what they are. Dive into the the, the actual stats that make it, make them up behind. Like pace is big, but this year especially, if you've got the right stats and you're defending your physicality, I think that makes up a lot for the pace. You can see a lot of sort of slower slower defenders being used, especially centre backs. So. Yeah, this this one, I think this is a good, and it's a no brainer for 140k. I mean, fodder at the moment is quite easy to come by. There's plenty to grind in the game, um, and obviously with even with tots coming out, like tots are going to be in packs. Like the the drop rate on them seem to be quite quite high through the years. The the way of grinding these packs will be will be there, and it'll be quite easy to get lots of packs. I feel so. It's it's worth uh, worth at least considering. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and also speaking of SBCs and where to spend your fodder, we I mentioned a former FIFA favourite, uh, Raul, who I think by a lot of anecdotal evidence was quite popular around sort of FIFA 18, 19. Uh, he's back with a vengeance and not in POG form. Um, a few Simpsons fans out there. Uh, my brain barely working at the moment, but I'll do my best to plod on. Uh, Raul is back as a 93 rated trophy Titan icon. The big news here, Nate, five star week for four star skills. A really nice, well rounded card. Reminds me a lot of uh, Buchagueno's World Cup icon card. High medium work rates, which is ideal. Left footed, which always seems to help with the strikers. Finesse shot trait, outside the foot shot trait, flare trait. He's got pretty much everything you can want in a striker. 97 finishing as well. Composure at 93. This, again, just screams a very, very good card if you are in need of a striker. Yeah, absolutely. Coming in at sort of 550k, actually on PC and uh, on console. Stats are pretty much 90s across the board. Passing slightly lower, um, but that's brought down by his crossing. Um, 80 strength and 62 aggression. 
he might kind of wait for the defender to take the ball off him and then apologize for being in the way. Um, but at the same time, his, his pace is good. His dribbling's very good. His shooting's ridiculous, apart from penalties. So very nice, well-rounded round card, round card, rounded card. But at the same time, it's a little bit like you know, like you you hit the nail on the head. Tots around the corner. They focus on juicing these sort of strikers and centre forward cams who. You think that the, you know 550k at this time is fairly expensive. I say after doing Marquezio at 1.2, but this one I just think that might be sort of lacking in two or three weeks, but I may be wrong. It's a, it's a very tricky one. I mean, again, you even look at his heading being 98. It's For me, this is what EA should have been doing a long time ago because if you are someone that grew up being a big Real Madrid fan, you know, Raul was one of the iconic strikers for me growing up. I don't quite hold him in quite that esteem because I was much more of a Premier League fan um, and certainly being a Reading fan, a, a Championship and League One fan. But um, I still really respect it. It's a card that, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having in my team. And it's just nice to have that option at a price point that I think is both fair and, again, is a very merit-worthy card that would get into most people unless you already have that nine out of 10 team, even my team, I look at my, you know, my striking options and I've just been lucky enough to pack the foot fantasy, uh, fantasy hero, Wayne Rooney. I don't see that there's a lot between this card and the Rooney card. Who's about around a million coins. My back, my betting, and certainly based on, I'll talk more about Rooney later, but having used him, I think Rooney's going to be better. But the point is, is that from this striker is, better than I would say what 95% of the strikers that are available to most people yeah absolutely I think think the the four star skills at this stage maybe lets them down I know Rooney's four star weak five, five star skills star four skills. star weak yeah yeah so it's like sort of reverse but if this was five five pretty much everybody would do him um he like I say he, he does look good I'm not sure the longevity of him but even from the bench, you can imagine bringing on somebody who's got 97 positioning, 97 finishing, you know, he's got good short passing, 98 heading, 92 jumping. So he's only five foot 11, but he's going to be good in the air. He's going to battle away pretty well. So he looks like he could be a good option that will last you through. The more the more that we sort of talk about him, the more I'm kind of getting myself <laughs> thought, but not until our nine comes. I think if we do want to talk about the downside of this promo in particular, I do think it is, to me, it's highlighting some of the flaws in this new updated chemistry system. Because while it is nice to say throw a Raul in, okay, he himself is going to be on three chemistry. And if you just happen to have any Spain players, you know, maybe you've got a Lorente, great. But otherwise, it just makes, these icons actually make having hybrid teams harder because it's, more difficult for you to pick up chemistry points for your league players if that makes sense yeah absolutely although you are seeing more and more full icon and hero teams so maybe that's the way that they're trying to get you to go but i like having a mix like i've watched real football like current day football so i quite enjoy having the players that i like mixed in with some of the players i either grew up watching or i've seen clips of and you know i like a good mix whereas at the moment i think in my team i've maybe got three current players potentially yeah. and one's because just because he's untradeable i'm not spending on a goalkeeper um and he's he's all right um and i think i've got let's say i've got mbappe um 
and then uh, Ederson. I think that's about it, really. So, um, uh, no, that is it. So, yeah, it's it does take that little bit away from it, but at the same time, there's so so much variation. And to be honest, if you use use a player off Kim, you don't lose anything like you did in the last chemistry uh, system, where you know if you played someone under, I think it was under seven Kim in the last style you kind of got negative impact, whereas now you just don't get the boosts that you would get from the chemistry. So it's got swings and roundabouts. I'm not fully sold on it. I'm not fully against it, but I'm pretty much rocking um, a hybrid of heroes and icons anyway, so it doesn't really impact me. But come tots, I could imagine it getting really, really frustrating. Yeah, exactly. And I think it just, again, for me, it's just more, it takes away your ability to build that ultimate team. Um, Icons used to be very, very useful in helping you gel a team together now it actually seems to be quite the opposite unless you are getting an icon um from you know from a, from a popular nation like france or brazil it just does make it that little bit tricky but i said that's only really a minor complaint on it uh, you know we speak about getting one of the icons of the game the ea have again giving you access to a fantastic card uh easily frank lampard's best ever card that he's ever had in foot he's been given a 94 rated card um that you can go out and buy but you can also go and just grind your way to the 93 rated just by playing games but the thing here is nate it is an eye-watering amount of games it is uh, did you not calculate it as about 40 odd games or something that you i made i ranked it as uh coming in at 45 games to get this 93 rated card which is insane. His 94 is 400k, and his 94 is a lot, lot better. Um, to be fair, his 94 looks a very, very good card for the price as well. Um, when you consider that like, David Beckham's card still sitting at 4 million, and this is 400k, like I don't quite understand the difference there, apart from the fact that Beckham's Beckham. Um, but certainly the gap in, in it. But 45 games for 93 rated, I mean... I could almost, I mean, you couldn't condone it, but you could almost understand if you could combine the bird count from last week to the Lampard for this week. But you can't do that because I think you need six Dutch or six yes. English. So- yeah, this, that's, that's the little squirrely thing that EA have done here. Uh, and it's all to, we know why it is. It's all to drive engagement and to keep you on the game so they can turn around to their, you know, shareholders and sponsors and say, look, People are playing, you know, we are eight months into the game cycle. Look at how much people are still playing. Not realizing that most people have, you know, got their rubber bands on their controllers. Um, (laughs) As they score three quick goals in squad battles, then go off and watch Netflix. So, you know, it's it's out of of order is harsh because no one's forcing you to do it. And look, what I can say is they do give you some good cards along the way for doing this. Of course, you get a 90-rated version and an 86-rated version of Lampard. So that's good fodder in itself. An 81 plus times 11, a 284 pack, a 383, an 84-plus rare gold player pack, an 80 by 5, an 81 by 2. So you do get rewarded for your time. But, I mean, you know, for, for a lot of people, finding the time to crowbar these games in is going to be tough. Yeah, I mean... I, you'd might be more inclined to do it if the 93 was tradable and the 94 was the unlockable one. Like mm. that would maybe be something because I, you know, the 94 looks a very, very good card and, you know, potentially reward you for doing that ridiculous grind. Whereas the 93, to, to have a 93 for after 45 games or 400K, which, you know, a lot of people now do have coins and they've got quite a lot of coins the way that things have been. So 
400k for a card, I mean, it's a very, very good card. So switch it around, make it worth the grind rather than kind of going, what's the point? Because I'll just go out and buy the better one. Yeah, I mean, it's in all honesty, it's been a long time since EA have put a uh, a card unlockable through gameplay in that's, again, going to pique the interest of someone with an already elite team, yet alone, again, no offense to someone with 18, 19 million coins. Even with me sat on, you know, close to 500,000 coins and very lucky to have packed a lot of decent cards, there's no way I'm going to invest my time deliberately to get this card if i find myself with a spare hour here and there i might go you know what this is out for a long time i'll go play a couple of games to get some packs but yeah it's uh again nice for it to be there but probably not massively worth your time Uh, speaking of gameplay and and your time spent on the game nath one thing that i was noticing while i was in the us of a was lots of (laughs) gripes is too strong a word but there were lots of critiques of the gameplay and possible changes the old uh thoughts of shadow patches and tweaks that weren't listed in the in the latest game patch notes were all being floated around talk us through some of the main you know issues that people have seen to be talking about in our discord which of course you get access to you get a patreon.com forward slash foot in review and subscribe at any tier gets you in discord access just sort of paraphrase some of the issues that people have been reporting yeah so i mean i i struggled early on with this patch myself and envy both kind of at the same time felt that our defenders were kind of parting like the red sea um an attacker would kind of go towards them and they would just sort of sidestep which has seemed to resolve itself i think it doesn't seem to happen that much now unless i've just kind of adapted passing has been massively nerfed um I think in quite a good way, actually. But it's definitely, the, you know, the driven pass is different. There's been a slight tweak to you know, the, the driven-powered shot. Uh, and even this morning, we've had people kind of saying they feel like the sort of bounce-back ability of the balls have kind of changed. There's a lot more sort of rebounds and unpredictability. Is that the unpredictableness? I think that so. We'll have to ask Ian Dowie for, a, <laughs> we'll for, go for a, that an appropriate <laughs> phrase. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a sort of erratic ways the ball bounces. So I actually feel that the main change in the patch now that i've kind of had time to play it and and watch other games and stuff i've I've done some stuff with john i actually think one of the issues that the old formations aren't quite as meta as they were during the previous patch the 4-3-2-1 in the last patch was just insane it was ridiculous whereas just now um i think the shift to your favorite formation dan the 4 2 is massive i think that seems you know I've, I've kind of tried pretty much every formation since the patch Four triple two is so much better than anything that i've used so far mm. um and i think you know th- the key is to sort of patiently build up but use the driven passes from the the wide cams into your striker and then play it around there i think that seems to be massive um but like i said the, the driven power shots as well you get space for that and they, they seem to be slightly better especially if the ball's kind of bouncing around you can hit like hit it on the volley or flip it off yourself on the volley it's wild so i think the main thing is people are still trying to do the meta four three two one or um the three four two one um which are very good formations and they still will be if you've learned how to do it but it has definitely changed the way you need to approach the game i think um whereas i don't think people were fully expecting such a shift in the way that you can approach it so again i was away from gameplay for the best part of two weeks uh, slightly over two weeks really i came back in and 
I played a very jet lagged weekend league on Friday, <laughs> literally hours after I'd landed. Uh, the kids would finally go to bed and I thought, you know, what, I'll start playing. I, I missed streaming uh, twitch.tv for such Wimby 86. So I thought, you know, what, I'll, I'll log on and see how many games I can get through. And do you know what? I, I didn't, the first couple of games, I kind of see where you were coming from and where others have been coming from and talking about, yeah, defenders feel a little bit on ice skates. But as I settled back into it, I didn't notice a massive difference. There were a couple of times where passes, I mean, I've got Leon Goretzka's road to the final card, a 92 better card. There were some very simple passes that were going astray in certain passing lanes. The only explanation I've got for this, and it's kind of the one that, again, John, a foot coaching famous, kind of alluded to and sort of said in response to these is, look at the growth of the teams we've seen even over the last two weeks suddenly you're facing defenders with better defensive awareness. You're facing players with better interceptions. You're facing players with better composure against you and agility and balance. They're they're quicker players as well. They're able to shut down passing lanes quicker. They're able to put your players under more pressure. I mostly think that that is what's happened. I know that they did say in one of the previous patches that they had tweaked driven passes to make them more accurate under pressure. So there has been a physical change to that. But other than that, I do just think that we are now experiencing a twofold thing of players of A, just got better and better teams. And B, players are just better and better at the game. We are now eight months into this game. There are very few mechanics that haven't been worked out and worked on and you're able to look at YouTube videos. And of course, these paid brilliant professional services like the skills over at footcoaching.com to get to that better level. I came back in, as I said, I was very heavily jet-lagged. I still got my 11 wins as usual um, in pretty much a similar fashion as to what I always did. I then went into the Trophy Titans Cup on Sunday and got absolutely um, annihilated. I lost four or five games. I then went back into Division 1 Rivals and won four out of five games. So I can't say that suddenly I've become worse or better because of this patch. I'm, I'm kind of exactly where I am. So I do understand why people think that maybe the gameplay has changed, but I do just think a lot of it has to do with the caliber of teams. And as you mentioned, Nate, people are maybe trying new formations and different formations, and that's having that impact as well. Yeah, no, there's definitely, I don't think there's going to be one answer to it. I, I feel, it might be in my head, but I do feel there's a change to the past. And like you said, there's a there's definitely a change to the, some of the shooting mechanics as well. Um, but I, yeah, you're right. I think, and I think people adapt and, you always get this when there's a new patch. There's always, they've changed everything and they've not told us everything they've done. And I think when you know that EA have the capability to do shadow patching, even though they say they don't do it, like we know they can do it. I think if the game's not quite going your way, it's the easiest thing to kind of blame. I, I just always sit here though and I say, and again, EA, one of the developers came out, didn't he? Um, and sort of said, you know, wh- why would we hide things? You know, if they did want to change passing, why wouldn't they just say, oh, we've reduced effectiveness of passing by 10%? I guess the conspiracy theorists out there are like, well, they need to make people feel like they need to improve their players. To, so therefore, they're going to go out and buy packs or spend more time grinding a player. I do understand that. And I could easily make an argument for it. But in the, in this circumstance, and most circumstances, to be honest, I do just think it is just a natural people are finding their level and the players they're playing against are just making fewer mistakes because people are just getting better and better at the game with a better and better team. You've got players now that are digging you out of holes because they're just so good. 
I was playing a guy in the in the Titans Cup yesterday, and I was watching him watching him intently. He bet he barely ever tackled me. He just stood back, marked the space, and his defenders were doing all the hard work for him, which is something everybody should be doing because the AI is so overpowered. Why not take advantage of it? You're almost you know you're doing yourself a disadvantage if you're trying to manually defend too much. But that is, again, the level of gameplay we've got up to now. When you're getting, you know, we're talking about these players with 99 defending, 99 passing, you know, 95 pace. It's, you know, you are kind of expecting them to do more superhuman things. Yeah. And it's also, to be fair, we've got, what, one week left or a week and a half left of the, the season as well. This is the time that you kind of do find your level. Like, Div 1 Elite will still be quite sweaty, but this is the, like, people are kind of, in and around the level they should be at, um, whether they're kind of the the top end of a level below them or, you know, the bottom end of a level above, whatever, they're kind of in that that general space. So you are playing players that are going to be decent for your level. So, you know, if if the patch came a couple of weeks earlier, you probably would have some games where you absolutely obliterated people because they're still, you know, they're still kind of even and out where they should be. Some people sort of it's a sandbagging they call it where they stay down, or some people have like zipped up maybe a bit too quickly through the through the ladder system. So I think right now is a fair reflection of where folks should be. Um, so you are going to kind of find it difficult and a bit tougher than maybe you would have done a few weeks back. Yeah, I think the mental aspect is massive because I know when I was playing in that Titans Cup, I, I knew I was getting tilted. Um, again, I had, I had limited time. I was just going to plow on anyway, but. There comes that frustration point where if you make a pass and it doesn't go the way you expected it, it, it can put you on edge. And then suddenly you're noticing everything more so than normal. You're suddenly being hyper aware of anything that doesn't go right. And that can all kind of fuel it and, you know, can fuel the, you know, the conspiracy theory in all of us of, oh, they've changed this, they've changed that. You know, patch this, shadow ban, shadow patch this. <laughs> so I can absolutely understand it. And that helps come from what you've just talked about of people finding their level. It's human nature for us to sit there and go, it's not me, it's EA that have changed the things, you know. I was winning all these games two weeks ago, now what's happened? And I think it's, like you just said, it's more likely that actually you're just at your level by this point of the season. And again, all that's happened is people have got better and better players. You know, maybe you've got better players as well, but there is so few... You go into most weekend league games now, which is the only open matchmaking we have left in this game, and most, I would say 75% of people, Nate, have a team that I would consider 8 out of 10 or above. I don't know if, if, if you would you would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a, a regular at Weekend League. I don't have the time. But even in Rivals, like you're, you're very hard-pressed to find somebody without Team of the Year, Mbappe, you know, a, a top version R9, a top Hullet, you know, multiple Team of the Year players in general. So... And yeah, it's hard because I know, you know, Pat looks great. You know, we, we, we do really, we, we're quite intense and uh, in, intense traders. We try and kind of do that way. But this is the first year since I've been playing foot where everyone seems to have, you know, like you say, an eight, nine out of 10 squad so early, like get to July, August and everybody has them because there's, you know, the packs are getting pretty much getting given away. Like all cards that get released are pretty much walking into most squads where, I don't remember it being as like high, you know, high teams just now, like where everyone's got these meta, meta players. Yeah, and we're at the stage now where we've had four or five really good 
SBCs that have come out over the you know the last two or three months. You know, ev- you know, everyone has access to Ramos, who's one of the best defenders. Now everyone has access to Marquisio, who's one of the best central midfielders. We had a, a 92 player of the month, Mbappe, not too long ago. Jarzinho is still everywhere as well. Johan Cruyff is in a lot of teams. Pogba still I see a lot as well. So lots of players have access to these very good players. And again, the higher rated and the later we get into the game cycle, just by the way the game's designed, the more help and AI assistance these very good players give you they they are much more forgiving it's a lot harder to misplace a pass with kevin de bruyne's team of the year than it is with even kevin de bruyne's gold card so i think it's that's just the, the stage of the cycle we're at now um but let's you know before we go let's have a you know a brief talk about some of the players we have used and some of our thoughts because i really wanted to bring up and big up i've already mentioned him Wayne Rooney's foot birthday icon is probably the favorite striker I've used in this game this year. And it took me completely by surprise because I was lucky enough to pack him while I was stood in a queue at Disney, came out of an 84 by five, I think. Um, And I was like, ah, you know, it's just a, and again, here's me, here's the mob going to march to my house for sounding spoiled. I have been so lucky with packing one to 2 million coin strikers this year. I don't get the big, big, big guys, but I, I've got lots of players like Jao Felix's foot birthday. Cards like that quality. So I was kind of like, ah, oh, it's just another player in that mold. I'll give him a go. I'm sure he's not going to be, he's not going to blow me away though. I've got Mbappe already, you know, Jarzinho and they'll do a job. They'll be fine. Completely wrong. This guy's dribbling left stick is insane. His finishing is mostly good. On his right, it's impeccable. On his left, he's got what I like to describe as the Mbappe left foot, where he will drag that seemingly easy chance wide on his left, and it will leave you frustrated. But if you line him up on his right, it's going in. And that five-star skills and the nimbleness and the left stick dribbling, you know, he's a fantastic striker. I think he's got something like 45 goals in 28 games, which for some people might not sound a lot, but for me, playing in Div 1 and in foot champs especially with how jet lagged i still am um is a fantastic so i know you've had a chance to use him as well am i perhaps bigging him up too much or can you see where the hype comes from no absolutely not i mean i think when you 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 sent me a whatsapp with a picture of him when you packed him and the first thing i said is he's bloody brilliant um i stand by that i did sell him because i think i got him when he was around 1.1 in the market, you could see he was starting to fall. So I sold him at 1.1. I think now he's about 800k. So um, I sold him, but not because I didn't like him, just because I value my coins a bit more. Um, but he is, especially in that price range, he's probably, like you say, he's probably one of the better strikers just now. I'm lucky that I've got uh, Prime Ronaldo in my team for God knows how long. But apart from the five-star weak foot, I'll put it out there, there's not a hell of a lot of difference. Like pace-wise on the stats seem different but like primary nine isn't mbappe level pace like he's got 97 pace but he doesn't have that pull away for some reason it's a bit weird whereas rooney rooney's not too dissimilar in all honesty apart from the weak foot i I really really liked him um so i think that's a really really good pull that you had there um and i was i'm still slightly envious that you have him on tradable as well yeah absolutely um so highly recommended uh the other foot birthday icon that was very lucky enough to pull over my uh, my vacation, my holiday, was Marcel Desailly's for birthday icon. And again, I've been quite lucky to have quite a lot of good defenders. I've had Sergio Ramos, 
obviously through an SBC. I got Virgil van Dijk's team of the year, and it was Virgil van Dijk and Pascal Kimpembe's. Uh, what, what, what promo was that? Now I can't even remember the tro- not tro- trophy titans. It was a similar color. Can't remember. Ooh. Goldy looking colored. Not the Centurions one, was it? Yes, it Centurions Kimpembe. Anyway, those two were absolutely. Great combo. And again, I got Desai and thought, hey, is he really going to upgrade on Kimpembe? Again, he absolutely is. Fantastic defender. And again, for less than a million coins, you can't go wrong. So he's now partnering with Virgil van Dijk. And the two of them absolutely love to charge through an attacker, especially <laughs> someone you know like a Cruyff maybe that hasn't got the physicality. Um, they absolutely dominate as a partnership. Yes, the pace isn't always there and you do still get caught if you've you know, given the ball away in the middle of the park deep in the final third, you always are at risk of those long through balls or, or those no, long driven passes as well. But, you know, in a stand-up one-on-one fight, both of them fantastic. Yeah, Van Dijk's 88 pace though, so it should be, should at least hold up. Um, Desai looks very good. Uh, Ingvi was also telling us uh, reports that Lauren Blanc, uh, centre-back, is insanely good. I think he's about 300k just now, so that's worth going. Um, I've actually managed to use, well, I've used quite a few of them just out of fun, but one of the, the probably the most fun cards I've used in any FIFA, which has really, really surprised me, the Titans Roberto Carlos. Um, I play him as a, a left back, sometimes even on stay back, but he still seems to get forward, but he is ridiculous. And his long throw, by the way, his long throw is hilarious. He goes wherever on the pitch, you just hold down square. And he launches it. It's my I've favorite. Never, I've never utilized the long throws in no. FIFA. It's actually making me want to put like Big Velt Vekhorst in the team just for throwing. <laughs> um, I think I've got the shit like the base Shinola, who's I think he's only about six foot one, but he kind of challenges things. Um, but if you can get a decent sort of height player up there, honestly, it's wild. Um, but he's he's been scoring goals. He's five star skills, so he can fly past players. He's a really really good card to to use. So what uh, you need is a Tony Pulis manager card. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I have uh, I have Ten Hag, obviously, um, but it's kind of anti Ten Hag, even though we've got Valve for United. But it's not really the way that he plays. But on it, like the only thing you maybe need to do is the, you get the throw with a guy with a front flip that can launch it. It's that style of throw. <laughs> um, so he he's he's just fun. He's one of those players that brings a smile to my face. And I didn't really ever think a left back could do that. Like I know a few years ago we had the Fozzie Davies card who was very very good and. This is slightly different because you can't really play him in centre mid. But as a as a left back that gets forward or even change into left mid in a three four two one, he is he's fantastic. So highly recommend him. Um, and I've also picked up the new Titan Lucio at centre back. Who Oof. He's, I he's, faced him in the cup. He, Guy's just a wall. I know is, I just picked up Desai and Van Dyke, but oof, that's he's another a level. He is a monster, and I've actually got rid of uh, well, I got rid of Van Dyke before because I did a Man United team experiment, which didn't go very well for me. Um, but I packed the Rio Ferdinand last week, so I've got Van Dyke, I've got Lucio and Ferdinand just now. But Rio's slightly lacking. I don't know what it is. I just for a half million cards, you'd think that he'd be better than he is, but I don't know. I'm, I think I might replace him with the new Benucci. Um, the more we looked at him today, I think Benucci and Lucio could be solid. Yeah, I, there's been something missing with Rio Ferdinand since FIFA 20, hasn't there? He's even those cards stats-wise haven't really changed. Just kind, of, it's a bit like Ben Yedder, how Ben Yedder has just kind of fallen away. Some players just sometimes fit a certain game's meta and don't really translate over, and for whatever reason, 
Um, it seems to be that way with Rio. I mean, the market generally will tell you just how good a player is. And if they are dropping into that half a million you know, coin price range, it's telling you he's just that little tiny tier off the top. Because I think even if you look at, I think Lucio's base card is still... I think he's about 300 just now. Lucio yeah, exactly. Based, which um, is... I've got him, and that's why I thought I'd try the, the Titans one. I was going to go for the World Cup, but the Titans was just sitting there and looking all shiny and new. So Yeah, yeah, three, three, yeah nearly 300,000 coins for a card that's literally been out since day one is uh, is staggering and tells you just how good that card is. So good to uh, to use these different players. And I think just to end on a positive, Nathan, you know, we've spent a lot of time on this critiquing EA over you know the past eight months. I think this is probably the best stage um, that we have seen FIFA 23 get to. I think there is a lot for you to be getting on with. And as opposed to previous times, you know, say around the World Cup way, we were saying, well, there's lots to get on with, but a lot of it's pointless. I think EA have tweaked things. I know we've just talked about, well, Lampard's 45 games for a 90 rated card. But as I mentioned, the, the cards along the way kind of make it more appealing um, to get those fodder. We have got loads of fantastic cards in packs that are, okay, still very difficult to pack. I'm not saying everyone's going out and getting a 97 Ronaldo, but most people in our Discord over the past couple of weeks of this promo have got at least one player to improve even their 8.5 out of 10 team. The SBCs are out there that will that you know can improve even the best teams out there as well. And yeah, to me, the menu grind, even the menu grind out there at the moment we've got with all the various different upgrades is absolutely fantastic. So I'm sitting here in a very rare position where I'm actually finding it quite difficult to uh, to pick a hole in in electronic arts. Yeah, I think it I think it's good. I think some of these players are in game. Um if you packed well obviously Ronaldo, even Vieira, um he he's been in game at this stage for a while now. Um there's some sort of obviously god tier ones that maybe not quite see you through the end of the cycle. But even even Kenny Dalglish, I still think that he might be worth trying. Um uh, there's plenty to do, plenty to grind. There's ways to get packs. There's objectives to do. There's players and packs. Like, yeah, I've never seen EA dish out even base icons. You know, with some of these objectives, you get so not just playing a certain amount of games and you got like an eighty six, an eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine rated. Icon yeah, just doing the uh, doing the the, the trophy. Uh, yeah, like upgrade that eighty plus double. You, you you're getting Shevchenko and Hernandez. I mean, not not usable icons, but no, but still get- three eighty six <laughs> bits of fodder. Free fodder, different players, you know, you could, some players, you know, even in our own Discord is starting again. They're doing, you know, new starter squads. So I, I, I think it's really good, you know. Is this them testing at, testing the waters for the new EAFC? Like, who knows? But if this is the way it's going to go, then, you know, brilliant. Kudos. I like the fact that, you know, um, when are you when have we ever had, you know, a Roy Keane that you can use and he's probably he could probably see through tots i mean he'll he'll go out for casemiro when he comes for me but there's not gonna be many better like out and out cdms than that um and you know even uh even the frank lampard and steven gerrards who are out who aren't my favorite players in real world but they look very very good in the Xavi. Xavi and fifa's mints but he actually looks really good this time not used him, but stat wise, like I, I think it's great. And it's how many times have we sat here and said, I just want icons to be usable. And and now we truly have probably seventy five percent, if not more, of usable icons at some degree. 
Yeah, and look, I have no doubt whatsoever that this is part of a a charm offensive from EA, realizing that they have got to get people over and in a good mood and ready to try EAFC. I mean, I, you, if you play games now, you're seeing it in the. I noticed you're seeing it on the old advertising boards for the EAFC uh, join the club or whatever it is. So, you know, and EA would be stupid not to. I mean, we're talking five months away from release now, and they're going to be strip feeding us info over the summer they'd be stupid to keep a fan base riled up or disappointed in the gameplay they should be giving back by this stage of the game they have emptied people's wallets uh, consistently with all of these unbelievably big ridiculous pivot packs and centurion packs and whatever it is i'd be fascinated to see the financial breakdown of how they're doing with these packs but just by watching the streamers alone i can tell that they're getting enough money in because the amount of people that are still going in these big packs with fifa with fifa points uh is immense and you know credit to ea on on that front in their business business department anyway i'm sure they're going to have a very nice christmas party and a decent bonus this year (laughs) and and as i said i I don't begrudge that they're a business it's what they're there to do and look if they're going to do that but at the same time allow people that don't want to engage with their wallet and just decide to engage with their time and enable people to get very good competitive teams. That's all I ask for. All I've asked for is, okay, I don't mind if you're going to try and flog me a 500,000 coin pivot pack, but at least give me a league SBC and a menu grind to do. And I have that. So I could, yes, and that's going to cost me my time, but I would rather give up my time than my money. And it's nice to have that option. And for the people out there, I know John has said in the past, like, he bought the you know the, the essentials pack you know the one that gives you like a hundred gold commons because to him i think it cost what some like seven eight euro or whatever and he was like well to me that's worth more than my time of playing frank lampard objectives to get fodder mm-hmm. so it's nice that there are lots of different ways around it and again i i have to give ea credit on that front yeah absolutely i think i think the game is a good place um i quite enjoy the gameplay i had to be we vent at the start of the patch, but I think actually playing it is quite fun now. I've adapted, and it probably is a combination of slight tweaks to the gameplay and slight tweaks to myself because I'm I was stuck in my ways. But I, I think it's fun. Teams are fun. You know, you you're, you're actually finding there's more variety of teams about now as well, which is quite fun to see as well because you can kind of come up against these players like like the Benucci today, going yeah. wow, he's a mountain. Like I think I'm going to try going to go and unlock him. Like. I just think it's really cool that there's there's so much variety on and off the, the virtual pitch, if you like. Yeah, exactly. Lots to play for, lots to experiment with, uh, and that bit of variety never hurts anyway. And I said, we are coming into one of the most exciting periods of the, of the season as well with TOTS. It might not be what it used to be, but it is still, uh, still a really exciting time and always great to see those flares pop up so look we're going to be here throughout the cycle again apologies for no show on friday time to get the plugs in of course we've mentioned if you want to get better at your game go to footcoaching.com don't reach for your wallet to buy fifa points in the vain hope of pulling a trophy titan get your mechanics and again i'm not saying this because nate is a coach over there i've been coached by others from over there and the advice they've given me and i've been coached on fifa 21 uh and 22 and 23 And even not extensively, just I've had a couple of sessions here and there. And the lessons you learn just from one or two sessions are still helping me now um, to improve. So I can wholeheartedly endorse that. If you want to show your support for the Foot in Review podcast, 
very much encourage you to go over to patreon.com forward slash foot in review sign up to any tier and you get discord access and the higher tier you go the more goodies you get whether it is you know if you try go to support a tier you get the trading show with my usually hosted by myself and shack although even even nath stepped in while i was away so thanks nath um and of course you get things like coaching discounts merch offers and all sorts of stuff so head over for more information i stream on twitch twitch.tv forward slash wimby86 thank you for all of uh all the subs all the follows very much appreciated i uh, have an erratic streaming schedule but it's always great to hang out and nath where can people find you yeah, I'm on Twitter, NG Downs, and in our fantastic, wonderful Discord as Nathan Downs. Yeah, you can also follow me on Twitter, at Wimby. It's a very nervous time because Reading are uh, facing up to a fierce relegation battle, Nath. It's a uh, squeaky bum time for us. It is, but a decent result for you lads on uh, on Saturday as well. Um, yeah. Even though I, I, I hear you snuck out maybe after, after a two-week holiday and still managed to sneak out to the football, so... Much respect for that. You are a brave, brave man. Yeah, I uh, I was not a popular man in this household for uh, leaving my wife with two jet-lagged children uh, 24 hours after we'd landed back in the UK. You've got to do what you've got to do for your team. You've got to do it. Um, and thankfully, thankfully, all was, all was okay. So uh, I was uh, I was out of the doghouse. I did some chores. I, I had my brownie points back. So, uh, you know, I got, I got back in. I've qualified for my next... For, for my next phase of marriage you know it's like when you, you sneak that ninth win or whatever it is in weekend league doesn't matter how you get there as long just as don't get, get substituted yeah don't yeah <laughs> just don't yeah i didn't rage quit or anything so it's fine uh, look we will be back with shows throughout the week i believe the plan at the moment is to return on friday as usual however i am optimistic of reuniting with my good friend shack attack for a long overdue look at the market and boy has the market really changed? I think me and me and Shaq haven't recorded together for about four weeks, and we have got lots to discuss. Coming into a business end of the season, where obviously, obviously people want coins to be able to buy these great players, so we'll do our very best to give you the latest advice on that. Until then, Nath, only one thing left to do: drop it. We're going to drop it. Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. F U T T T in the view. F U T.